0: Hello everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin show. Today is September the 30th, 2020. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is next Bitcoin. Do not accept the new normal. Oh, we're talking about that today. Fitting in is overrated. Oh, we're talking about that today. Personal responsibility is, what is it, guys? The new counterculture deferral gratification, golden age. That's where we are today. All right, dudes. Hello, my elite friends. I am in Salt Lake City, and the clock says it's 1333 here, which means in Baltimore, it's 333. All right, dudes, I'm, I'm happy to be in Utah for the second time in my life. Uh, if you have questions, it's the Beyond Bitcoin show. You could ask some Bitcoin ones too, I guess. I'm going to talk a little bit about Bitcoin. Uh, I've got answers. If you, you could do a super chat, you could type in Bitcoin Meister. Just get my attention. Tomorrow, I'm going to be on Anders' channel at, uh, and I'll tweet it out. So follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That'll be at 1.40 p.m. Baltimore time, right after UK Bitcoin Masters show, which is at 1 p.m. Baltimore time. So I, I'm happy to be guests, to be a guest on Andrew's show. I've been on his show before. He's just starting out his show again. Uh, hey, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing what's making me happy. And I'm going to go running after this. Now, speaking about what's making me happy, (laughs) the thumbnail, I found this old picture back in in Baltimore uh, of of me at Red Maple, a club that is no longer in Baltimore, when I used to value my wealth in women. And you can see one of the women I I guess I valued my wealth in uh, for a little bit there. Uh, I had forgotten her name until I saw, it took me a little while to remember her name. I'm not going to say her name. Um, but it's a, it's a cool, it's a funny picture. I, I guess I'm drunk in the picture. And, uh, yeah, I thought I'd share it with everyone. It's the Beyond Bitcoin show. It brings back memories. That is the only woman I've ever, and I did not have, um, I mean, I made out with her the night I made, uh, that was the furthest I ever got with her, uh, the night I, I met her and, uh, she got some money out of me because I, I, took her somewhere, uh, eventually we, we went to the Edgar Allan Poe, something with Edgar Allan Poe, um, because that's a big Baltimore thing. Uh, I probably got her a drink also at one point, but that's all I lost from that. Uh, she is the only woman and she was a, a pretty woman. Um, the only woman I've ever uh, attempted to be close with who had a baby when she was 16 years old, or she might've been younger. I, in my, the people that I met in life um, or ladies I met in life because I, thank God my parents, you know, to send me to private school. I, I always I, I met people who had pretty good darn lives. She um had a baby when she was sixteen, and uh, so uh, and I guess now her her whatever, she's a grown child. It, it was I know a lot of you are saying you never you know dated a girl. not that I dated her um, a girl that had a, had a, had a child when she was sixteen. No, I never did. Um, most of my guy friends, uh, my guy friends, I mean, they didn't have kids until. Uh, they're, they're at earliest they're late twenties, okay. And same with my, my female friends that I went to, to school with. In, until their late twenties, they didn't have kids. Um, my, my own siblings did not have kids. So to, to to be around someone that had a baby when they were a teenager was um, very different. But she was a nice, she was a nice person. And everything she had a, a boyfriend. And this is a beyond Bitcoin moment, right? This just get you could fast forward through this, dudes. She she so I was wise with that woman too. Pictured there, I was wise. Even though I valued my wealth in women back then, didn't there was no there at that point there was Bitcoin, I think. but um, I, I was one thing that I, I did that was smart. Um, you know she was playing mind games and everything like oh sorry, I didn't talk to you that day or whatever. She had a guy, an ex-boyfriend who was like uh, like somewhat violent or something and and, and like was, she, he'd be stalking her and she want attention from the dude. And I knew even then, I knew even then, avoid, avoid, avoid. Now, basically, it's common sense. If someone has like a violent ex-boyfriend that sort of comes back to them, sometimes you don't you don't mess with that. So there's your lesson of the days, guys. Um, I, I would advise, you know, my experience in life, it's unfortunate that people do, you know, if they have these experiences. They have babies when they're 16. They have violent boyfriends. Avoid those type of people. If you, you know, you're, you're searching for the white, bright lady out there, do you know I mean I know to in today's uh, age you're, you're supposed to hate people that have parents that care about them um, they, they grew up in traditional middle class backgrounds uh, in nice suburbs and stuff you're supposed to dislike those people if you're trying to find a mate those those are good people normal people and, and again a lot of them might be 80%ers that believe everything they, they see on TV but at least you're not going to encounter you know someone that has a baby already someone uh, that you know has a violent stalker. Uh, and, and that's good for your health. That, that, that's good for your health. So there, there's a little bit of a base there if you're looking for uh, ladies and whatnot. But uh, that's not what we're into here. Evalue your wealth in freaking Bitcoin. Anyway, retweet this, dudes, on TechBalt. Uh, I just put it out there in the uh, in the chat. At, uh, Roman Q says, in Baltimore, did you notice many businesses that have recently gone bankrupt, presumably for forced shutdowns? Dude, well, um, I didn't really drive around Baltimore very much. I I was based in the suburbs. And I, you know, what, and I ran in the suburbs. And in the suburbs, there there were a couple things that might maybe look a little different. But when I took the light rail, and I'm going to tell you my light rail story. So again, I'm a big rebel, because in I was on the Baltimore public transportation system. I was on the Salt Lake City public transportation system yesterday. I was on a plane. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Adam, you could get sick that way. No, you can't. But if you're healthy, you can't. Uh, but what I noticed going through downtown Baltimore, there was a lot more graffiti. There, there, were de- there was definitely uh, some em- emptier places that have gone down in Baltimore City. So Baltimore City looked messier. Okay, uh, to say the least. Also, the light rail in Baltimore has the worst public transportation system of any major city in the United States of America in terms of reliability. Okay, I, you, you get on the light rail, and then the third to last stop, or the second to last stop before BWI, before the airport, they tell you to get off. It's not going to BWI. This is the first, and it's not going to BWI. We're, at, we're doing construction. Okay, and then all of a sudden. It, another one doesn't come for like 45 minutes. People are waiting there. Employees at BWI, poor people, poor people. They're, they're late to their job because of this nonsense. No warning at all. Now, now me, I was, I only had, by the time I got to BWI, my flight was going to take off in like 57 minutes by the time I got to the counter. Okay. That's cutting it real close for me. I like to get there early, earlier than that. So, um, but because hardly anyone's traveling anymore, uh, I got I, 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 I don't go through the machine, I don't go through the naked body scanner. The guy who frisked me was like the he gave me the roughest frisk I have ever get gotten. I think he didn't like that I had my fake my mask down when he first saw me. Uh, because again, when you're in the airport, when you get on the plane, you do have to wear a mask. So unfortunately, I I had like, I mean, my, my family gave me masks. I mean, I, I've cute I've never bought a mask, people have just given me masks but I was wearing the, the filthiest one that I have that like actually has stains on it and stuff um, because just, <laughs> anyway, but so the, the, the dude even said, even though we're in the middle of pandemic, I still have to give you the traditional Packed down and he seemed angry that he had to do it. He was a wimp. He's scared. I mean, he went He's scared. He's, a, he's a, I mean, he was a little overweight and everything. And d- don't be that guy. Don't work for TSA, first of all. And, and uh, don't be bitter that, you know, this is what you signed up for, dude. You signed up to grab my, you know, private parts. That's what your job is, dude. And if you don't like that I that I, my mask is half down or that you have to wear a mask or that you're scared because CNN told you to be scared, tough luck. Personal responsibility is new counterculture compete don't complain um get another job dude but again I, I it, it is sad that uh the the Baltimore uh the transit the public transportation is the worst in the United States of America I I, I think uh that's an objective uh that's objective because and so in Salt Lake City um it was great Salt Lake City there was a, there was a little bit of an issue um uh because I didn't know that you had to now take a shuttle to the light rail but it arrived it arrived Got there and the shuttle driver's like, Do you need a pass for the light rail? I'm like, sure. She just gave me a free ticket. So it was free. Uh, and and it was very efficient, got me right to where I needed to go. I still haven't been outside in in Salt Lake City yet uh during the day. It was I got here at night. At, at, uh but so again, there, there's your question, Roman you Guys, remember you can play this at 2x if you don't like this kind of thing. Uh we have people talking about the debate. I'm going to talk about the debate in a second. People were watching it on the plane. I was not during that that part. Of the, I, I was sleeping during that part, actually. Uh, I have no desire. I haven't seen the debate. I know. What, I'm going to tell you what it was all about. though. Uh, all right. I lost my train of thought, but this will be on Bitcoin show. Good to see everyone. So Jeffrey Tucker uh, has a great tweet out there. And he says, lockdowners are the new totalitarians. Pound that like button, Jeffrey Tucker. You might not be right about Bcash, but you are correct about lockdowners are the new totalitarians. So uh, obviously, if I was on a plane, that means I'm in the middle of a long fast because anytime I travel, I do not eat on those days. But it's a 72-hour fast. Yeah, you're supposed to have two of those a year. I make sure I have two at least 72-hour fast a year. Uh, and of course, I had a 120-hour fast uh, back in June. So this is that was obviously more than 72. So here's another 72. It'll be over. I don't know what it's going to end up being because it'll be 72 hours at 3 o'clock here, and I'm going to go running. So it's going it's, to probably be like 73 or 74 hours. The point is it started on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, so the first 25 hours was a dry fast. I It was on a Jewish holiday, uh, a Jewish fasting. Uh, when you do a Jewish fast for a holiday, you don't drink water. That's like a – and I don't advise people doing a dry fast for over 25 hours, okay? So the way I broke the Yom Kippur fast, broke the fast, was by drinking water. So that ended the Jewish fast, but my regular uh, secular fast – and as you can see, I'm energetic and I'm going to go running. And and I do not advise people to go running when you have fasted over 70 hours, which I'm about to do. I do not, I cannot guarantee you that is healthy. I cannot guarantee you. My body is used to it. I don't have uh, adverse effects, Um, but I can't, uh, I have to get my run in Uh, there. 20 miles a week, baby. Actually, I don't really have to, because I ran yesterday. I really don't have to run, but I, I want to see Salt Lake City, man. I want to see this place. I I was in Salt Lake City when I was much younger. Um, I drove through it uh, on 80. I camped out in Utah. So before today, I spent about 24 hours in the state of Utah. So I'm about to double that time. And of course, I'm going to be here till, until Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. And uh, you know because of everything that happened in Baltimore, I, it's good to get out of Baltimore and everything. and my family is doing very well. My family is my mother is handling handling the situation as as, as best a, as you can as you can imagine uh, losing your husband and your mother twenty two months apart. Um, it is just is something um, I, I don't wish upon anyone and uh, you know she's she's a strong. my mom is a strong woman, like my grandmother was a strong woman. So uh, everyone is is you know they're handling it. Okay, so moving on, we want to uh, uh, we want to we want to talk about the happy times because hey man, we remember our glorious relatives who taught us so much. But you know we're here in the golden age and we're gonna we're gonna live it for them, baby. Pound that like button. All right. Uh, so yeah, so fa- fast again. Um, just that's my fasting thing. I um as energetic as ever. And I got to say on the plane, the Southwest airlines plane, uh, they tell, they, they tell you, you got to even cover your nose. I didn't cover my nose the whole time. They, they weren't really checking. There were some people that had face guards on the Salt Lake city airport. When I landed now, this was a little weird. Salt Lake city airport. When I landed definitely had more people in it. And that was like eight forty five at night. Then the Baltimore Airport BWI, which is a much larger airport, um, did at uh, when I left. When did I leave BWI yesterday? I don't even remember now. It's so confused. Three o'clock. I left BWI yesterday. Uh, so that that was a little odd. That now Salt Lake City Airport, <laughs> you had to walk quite far for the baggage claim. That was like the longest baggage claim walk I've ever had. And it, I mean, it might be because of the. Uh, the the part of the airport we landed in. They don't give Southwest good gates. I guess they, uh, this is, seems to be a Delta airport here. Yeah, the Delta seems to have a big hub here. Uh, m- maybe one of the reasons there were more people here than in Baltimore was because because in in Maryland you have a choice of where you fly out of. I mean, depending where you live. In me, it's BWI. I got to fly out of. But if you live in you know, Anne Arundel County, Howard County. Uh, Montgomery County, especially, you can you can fly out of Dulles, you can fly out of National, you can fly out of BWI. Here in Utah, you gotta fly. This is it, man. Out of Salt Lake, that's it. So maybe that's the reason. But maybe the people here in Utah aren't as freaked out as the people in in Maryland. I don't know. You, You tell me, people. But yeah, so I saw some nonsense on the plane, some nonsense in BWI, not as much nonsense in Utah. Uh, but to each his own, if you want to wear a face guard, go wear your face guard. De- definitely some people who don't give a darn about it. If, if you're at the airport, if you're not scared to get on a plane at this point, you're pretty much not, I mean, I don't see how you can be freaked out by, by much concerning the situation. Uh, but there's, there were still a few, there were some face guards and you know, they, they, they weren't hurting me. That's good. Um, and I was I was definitely walking around BWI, you know, when I wasn't going through security or when I wasn't on a plane, I, I had the mask down, of course, of course. It was a filthy mask. Uh, maybe I should show it to you. Where, where is it? I don't even know where it is. It's laying on the ground. I, such a joke. Uh, so let's talk about who who scares people. Let's talk about CNN here. This headline. Uh, is this the one here? They know how to scare common 80 percenters. OK, they know how to get those people to watch their shows. And I I, I talked to some people when I, when I was in Baltimore, and there are definitely some people that you you could tell what they're watching. You could tell they don't know anything about T cell immunity, nothing of the sort. They, they don't know that it's, it's possible that 50 percent of the people on the planet have natural have T cell immunity because they already got another similar uh, sickness. But hey. They, they know what CNN tells them. They know this headline. Look at this headline that CNN has. This is this is unbelievable. But hey, they compete, don't complain. This is the way they compete for viewers. They scare the living. But you know what, out of people and they're they're getting great ratings because of this and Drudge does it every everyone's doing. it. I don't I mean, we're speaking the truth here. I and they use the word experts, experts, everyone falls for these simple things. It is crazy. Um, uh, and, and yeah, they're definitely in the panic prison. There's a panic prison headline. There is no good, no getting back to normal. Experts say the sooner we accept that, the better. <laughs> what little CUCKs? Isn't it unbelievable? Oh, oh, it's never going to be the same. The experts are telling us it's the, get used to it. Get used to being a little baby. Get used to being scared. This is what this is what sells people want this what losers what freaking losers if you're in motion you beat all these people this is being don't be these people but most people are these people defiance over compliance this is the ultimate compliance and they're getting away with it people love this stuff people love to be compliant little bootlickers and scared and lock themselves out in and meanwhile there are two different worlds out there people are getting on with their lives and are on those planes okay the southwest southwest they don't for now they're not uh the middle seats are all empty okay but on the on one leg of my flight it stopped in vegas by the way it was baltimore to vegas to here i didn't have to get off the plane in vegas uh baltimore to vegas was half filled i'd say a little over half filled but uh vegas to here was as close to being filled with, you know, it's almost 67%, I guess. Uh, so the people are, they're people that are flying. They're people that are getting on with their lives, but then you have people that haven't been out of their houses and yet you have so many businesses suffering and people think that the, the government is going to save them with checks. We're going to talk about that in a second, but there is no new normal. Okay. For, for, for people who think, okay. Long live the 20% Bitcoin. I, I retweeted that CNN thing, okay? But not to, to support them, but to sh- tell people this is nonsense. This is nonsense. All right. So, yeah, again, if, if you're stuck in the CNN mindset or anything even close to that, just think about the, the, the T-cell immunity, okay? And that the media will not talk about it at all. Carl Danager has done a great job talking about it since March. But think about guys like me, totally healthy guys like me, who can go run, you know, after a seventy-two hour fast and go run three, five miles, whatever I'm going to, whatever I'm going to do out there. I, why haven't they done studies on, on dudes like us and talk about dudes like us? I was in Taiwan and Hong Kong. I ate from freaking wet markets there. Okay, the wet markets weren't as. Pre- Apparently, they're not as disgusting as the ones in China. I didn't see any weird animals. There were turtles and stuff and frogs, but not, not like beavers or whatever the heck, the, the weird animals they supposedly have in China. But whatever. I have lived a life where I've been to Asian countries where I've definitely – I probably contracted all sorts of things. That I don't know that I've contracted because I have a normal freaking immune system that fights that stuff off. And we don't, we don't, and I go on planes all the darn time. I go on public transportation and there are no stories about that. Like Adam Meister, a guy who's done X, Y, Z, he's fine. No, you you have a story about some, uh, a 31 year old guy who's morbidly obese, who dies, who was a teacher or something. And that, that, that's, that's what you hear about. That's what people study. That's what people obsess over. Talk about all the people that have lived normal lives. What? Why am I not? Why? Why am I totally fine? Well, there's a, there's a number of reasons because the, the, the situation isn't as serious as people think, okay, as people are scared to be. But also there's a T cell immunity. There's thing. it's not a not it's not novel. It's not novel. The virus is not novel. I mean, it, it's a it's it, it's it's related to other ones. It's so clear. It's some related versions of it have been around. Okay. So maybe, OK, I don't know the the, the med- maybe the medical definition is still novel there. The scientific definition is still novel. Um, I don't think that is, though. I don't think that is if people have immunity to it. OK, so that so think if you're ever scared, think about people like me, OK, who are living their freaking lives and have, uh, you, know, ha- have been, you know, been to the legendary wet markets of Asia. OK, uh, let, let's let's go to questions here. Roman says, some of my family members watched the debate last night and didn't think it was completely and didn't think it was completely insane. The case study shows how institutionalized uh, 80 percenters are. are. Um, Well, it was totally insane uh, (laughs) from what I heard. Okay, well, it's gotten to the point where people, you know, it's, it's they're slinging feces at each other, basically. And that's that's not is that what civilization is about? A bunch of uh, one guy senile, the other guy is uh, a narcissist, and th- this is this is who people ha- political parties have, have made their leaders. Again, don't value your wealth in politics. Don't value your wealth in women. Who if they're flinging stuff, I didn't need to watch it. All these people ask me, did I watch it? Did I watch it? No, I did not watch it at all. Okay, I'm gonna Ben Shapiro tell me what happened today. But I, I've, I've I've heard of Carl Denager did a good job of Market Ticker uh, saying what happened. And I'll, I will say this about it. What they what they're trying to do is just what they should be tra- trying to do at this point, because they're talking nonsense. They're being asked nonsense questions. They're never going to give real answers is just try to fire up their base. And I think what, what Trump did. He tr- Do you think Trump fired up his base more or did Joe Biden fire up his base more? OK, who has the capability to even do that? Trump does. OK, so I, I'm. I'm pretty sure uh, that uh, you know I, I saw one clip and it, it, yeah he he's just gonna get his his voters all out. I think that's what he's using it for. It, did anyone change their mind because of that debate last night? No, I seriously doubt that. I seriously doubt the people who who, who watch this stuff watch it to, to change to learn and change their mind. They're just in it because that's their freaking life. It's like watching the uh, the Orioles or the Ravens or whoever. That's their pastime. It's a complete waste of time, I, and I didn't participate in it at all. So I don't see how anyone can can see that it isn't insane and it's a show and and, and it's to create fear and it's disgusting. All of it, a complete waste of time. Uh, Johnny NY said, "Loving the picture of you and that girl." Well, yeah, it's a it's a good it is a good picture and. As, as some of others of you who pay attention to you know, I found old family oriented pictures too. I think I, on the last Beyond Bitcoin show that I showed a picture of my father and I, uh, it was before my before my bar mitzvah. It's a lovely picture, really a picture I love uh, and, and am proud of that picture. Now the picture that I showed for this, it's no, it's, it's a nonsense picture and it's just to teach you a lesson uh, that you gotta, you gotta be careful. They, they, I had fun, I had fun in my day, there's a time for fun. And there's a, there's a time to get serious. I could have been more serious back then in terms of finances and and learning about Bitcoin and learning about whatever. But I didn't. It turned out all right for me. Compete, don't complain. No regrets at all. But uh, you know, and I, I guys, I totally understand it. Uh, you know, you want to have fun and, and stop it right now. It, another thing about that, it's a disgrace. I think in Baltimore, you can't do something like that anymore. If Red Maple was open, it wouldn't be open. And I'll tell you what, the old owner of Red Maple, Leonard, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I know he would be so very disappointed if the government told him to shut down. He would try to find a way around it, I'm sure. Um, where? Who knows where he is? He, he actually has a place in Puerto Rico, Leonard. He, he got a place in Puerto Rico before uh, there were tax benefits. All right, giving you way too much information he was a, he was a guy who understood at a base level how regulations stifle business he really did because he told me when he was much younger he opened like a club from wherever he from, from some small town in Pennsylvania, a small city in pennsylvania i forgot what it was and and he did so well financially because there weren't regulations on it back then uh well it, the way he opened the club <laughs> anyway maybe it wasn't an official club don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. All right. Uh, so, but good, good memories. Good memories. Leonard was a was a character. Uh, okay. M- moving on. And everybody had an opinion about Leonard. He did not. He at, at Red Maple when something broke, he fixed it himself. And some of it was kind of falling apart. I loved how he did that. I love people would complain. Some of the DJs would be like, why didn't Leonard fix this? Why did not Leonard fix the speaker, this, that and the other. And I loved it. I'm like, no, he's not wasting his. but he doesn't need to face. He doesn't need to fix that stuff. People are still get coming in here. He was a no, if he had a YouTube channel, he would be a no fancy sets and graphics guy. The way he, it, when you turn on the lights in red maple, you're like, well, this place doesn't look too good. But when the lights were off and that's what the, what the club looks like, it looked good. It looked decent. It was good enough. But when you turned the lights on, you saw there were stains, there were cigarette burns in some places. But I was like, Cack, he shouldn't fix this at all. He's saving money. And you know what? Leonard's rich now. Leonard's in Puerto Rico. Leonard was always rich, probably. People will complain about it. they were envious of Leonard. I remember that. I wasn't, I learned back then. I didn't know everything that I knew now. Okay. But I, you know, I, I was just getting into Doug Casey and stuff back then. But uh yeah, he competed. He did not. He did not complain and he did it his way. He was a unique beast and he didn't need to fit in. It was overrated and uh, yeah, that that was uh just just you don't this is my whole thing here on YouTube. I'm not I if there's I'm not I'm not spending anything more than I have to. Okay? I'm I'm doing well the way I am in life. And uh, so you know, cr- create your own system in whatever business and what do you need in life to be happy? Do you need it? Do you need a certain amount of money? Do you need a, a certain house, a certain lifestyle, a certain you know freedom where you can go from place to place? Uh, is it? Is it? Are you making a profit? You know, people tell you how to run your. Don't let other people tell you how to run your business. He knew how to run that business and make money. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Don't let ev- If you're running a successful business, don't let anyone tell tell you to change it and say that you're cheap. No, you're not cheap. You're rich. You make you making a profit. Don't add extra unnecessary. They want him to add extra unnecessary costs. People want me to add extra unnecessary costs with everything that I do in life. Don't add extra unnecessary costs. That is a, a lesson uh, I learned from Leonard, and in the drunken days of Red Maple. All right, pound that like button. Wasn't going to even. Never thought I would talk about that. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. So we uh, we talked about the debate. Oh, let's talk about Bitcoin real quick. Obviously, it's the last day of the month. Once again, uh, it will not beat its monthly closing record. As I as I said, it probably would not. If you believe the 210,000 block theory, it probably will do it, I think, at the end of December or the end of January. So I'm not expecting it to have, I The end of November, I don't expect to close above 14,000, which is the, the highest monthly close ever. Uh, excuse me yeah end of november and end of october i'm not expecting it either Uh, but once we get to december and january who knows so no surprises with with the price of bitcoin right now dudes we're one day closer to an all-time high that's all you got to remember and really who gives a darn about monthly closing prices but it's just when there is a new monthly close it's an arbitrary date it's a bitcoin doesn't care about months how we separate months how we uh, you know, it doesn't care about time, all right. In, well, in terms of how humans think of time, all right. Now, yeah, so there, there will be eventually. There will be a new high, mo- a monthly close, and they'll make a big deal out of, of it. But I don't think it's happening uh, this month or or November. Well, it's that it's not happening in September. It's not happening October. It's not happening in November. And Event Horizon, a great uh, channel. Well, he he can do some pretty good shows sometimes, John, Michael, Godier. Um, If you want to hear – if you want to learn about Venus and the situation on Venus and possible life on Venus, he really had a good guest on uh, last Thursday. I link to it below. CNBC – and I I love that space stuff. I I love to to watch those shows, Uh, whether it be uh, John Michael Godier or um, Isaac Arthur. Uh, and then you have the most liberal of all of them. First of all, Isaac Arthur is a freaking genius. He knows to avoid politics. Okay, John Michael Godier. He gets into I think climate change a little bit. Then uh, Fraser Cain is the worst. Fraser Cain is I, I love some of Fraser Cain stuff. I can appreciate it, but he gets political and not and it's nonsense. Then the Cool Worlds guy, who is I he's got such a niche little topic. I love it he he's, he does research into exomoons possible exomoons moons of exoplanets but he's the big, he he works for Columbia, and he is just all into that liberal nonsense but you can still learn from people like that but i just wanted to put that out there speaking about a guy who sometimes tries to fit in because he's going to try to run for president one day mark cuban americans should get a $1000 stimulus check every two weeks all right great dude you're normalizing ubi That's great. You're, 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 you're trying to keep, get on people's. You're not the only one saying this. People, people love being stuck in their panic prisons where they don't work and they get a check from the government. Maybe someone will do that. Maybe that'll be your proposal in 2024. I don't know, but we're going to hear more about that. I I want to tell people are speaking with their feet. I I keep talking about people leaving California uh, because California is so beautiful, but it's policies. It's, the policies with the with the situation, the policies with taxes, the policy j- just just the the with the environment uh, is insane. And U haul prices going to California. If you want to move to California, U haul prices are really cheap. It's linked to below. Leaving California, it's expensive. Okay, because there's, just, there's not enough. There's supply and demand. The U-Hauls are all are all leaving California, so they, they they want you to come back to California, but hardly anyone's going back to California. Once you go back to California with a U-Haul, it immediately gets picked up for lots of money. You can it's it's linked to below, but yeah, that it the money speaks there. The U-Haul statistics show you what's going on. Plenty of people are getting the heck out of there. Not many people are moving into there. Can't blame you. I like being a dude who visits California when they don't when they're not in this lockdown situation. Like I'm not I'm not dealing with that ever again. But a dude like me, it's great to not uh, have to pay their taxes and just to be a guest in California to be able to leave whenever you want to leave Los Angeles and get a good deal with the dude that you know. It's great. I love it. Don't never. I would. I don't recommend anyone buying a house in California. I don't anyone. I don't recommend anyone having a long term lease in California. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now Safedine says Safedine is perhaps of all the bitcoiners at, out there is the best when it comes to the virus. Is the best. He does not hold back, okay, a- a- at all. I mean, I, I don't, but he he's much more prolific on Twitter than I am in terms of talking about this this virus situation. I retweet every like when I see what he tweets out there. It's awesome. I retweet it. Here's another one from him. You guys retweeted too. We're going to endure at least another year of scientific sadism and economic social collapse because of despicable leaders and intellectuals who started this hysteria cannot admit it was all an insane mistake. And so they need to keep hyperventilating and doubling down. Yep. Some of these intellectuals and and leaders, they're just doubling down because they can't admit they were wrong. They're not true men. A true man can say, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong about this, okay? Um, and and let, let's let's move on, okay? Hey, I was wrong about. I thought Roger Ver could convince some social media company to adopt Bcash, and it would pump, okay? No, that didn't happen, and it's not going to happen. He's gone too down the toilet now. It, it's it. Things have developed. I was wrong about that. I was. I, I thought there would be eventually another Bcash pump. Based on his marketing skills and uh, you know some opportunity, something like that could happen again. It, it's just too far down the toilet now. Bcash. cash. Oh well, I was wrong, and I can admit when I'm wrong. and that's not even a serious matter. Okay, we're talking about locking down millions and millions of people. These people can't admit they were wrong. They can't. Now I will say this, Florida, Florida, it, you're not. They're not locked. In. You can do anything there now. OK, no everything is open. So good job to, to Governor DeSantis. I'm not going to put you on a pedestal, dude, but at least one state, you know, that he's gone with the facts. Um, he hasn't been perfect or whatever. But there you go. All the governors should do what he does. All right. There should be no restrictions anymore. If you're scared, stay freaking home. Uh, but But some are getting worse. And okay, we talked about uh, public transportation, and yeah, I have to list. You know, Safedine comes to mind. Francis comes to mind. I've list. I've talked about the the, the Bitcoiners that aren't freaked out by this. That haven't been freaked out the entire time, like me. We've not changed our ways. We haven't had to admit we're wrong because we've been right. Now there are, these Bitcoin, and we have been right since the beginning. These Bitcoiners, there are Bitcoiners that were in panic prisons. Have they, have they apologized for They can do what they want to do. Okay. But I'm just saying it it takes a certain level of manliness to be able to make, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I scared you. I was wrong. Now I wasn't scaring people because I was right. I'm saying there's nothing to be scared of if you're a healthy person and and you can, all right. Now what do we have here? Southwest airlines. I'm talking about the middle seat. Oh, one cool thing about Southwest. Southwest. Well, they don't have their magazine anymore. Uh, but one cool thing, you you open up your laptop and you get there, you get to have internet TV. You don't get to go on the regular internet for free. You got to pay for that. But there were all the TV stations if you wanted to watch TV. So I checked out the baseball scores. I did check and I and they had movies uh, for free. And they don't have the screen built in there. they You have to put your computer on there. As I love that most airlines, well, when you're doing um, international, they have the screen. But this was not an international flight. So I, I did like this with Southwest. I think this is sort of new with them. I, I opened up the laptop and I watched the uh, the last Star Wars movie, number nine. Aw stuff in it. Yeah, they're basically trying to copy the themes of the original three. Um, it was all right. I guess it was better than the seven and eight. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's silly at this point. Um, I, I, it was good to see the Emperor again, I guess. I I just – those original three, uh, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, so good, so good. And it was nice to see the the one, you know, everybody grow old and everything, kind of, but the new characters, eh, it's it's just not it. It, Hey, but it was free, dude. I'm not – I never paid to see any of those Star Wars movies. (laughs) Anyway, I was going to say something, but I don't want to. Okay, now uh, what do we have here? I can't, I can't give away too much personal information here. Zaya Zaza says, "Raw Power has a question." You know, it, it's interesting. I'm glad you're telling me that Raw Power has a question. He he has watched this show so many times, and he doesn't type in Bitcoin Meister still. So I'm glad he has a, a question. Um, he, I, I can't. Okay, he says he cannot tag me using Teletype. All right, so now I got to find your question, dude. I, 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 do you think it's possible to convert to Judaism and then get an Israeli passport for somebody who has no Jew? Ju- yes, who has no Jewish genetics? Yes, of course it is raw power. But raw power, you're trying to be a scammer. What you're trying to do is you only want to become Jewish to uh, leave Russia, and so uh, and I don't think there will not be a rabbi who who. Gives you, who converts you, because of that reason. No rabbi, no Orthodox rabbi. If you tell them, "Hey, I just want to leave Russia, make me a Jew," is going to make you a Jew. So, what? what I, I, I understand that Russia is a pitiful, terrible, horrible place to live. I understand that, and that you want to go to a real country like Israel. Um, but I don't think that's a. There are other real countries out there that you can get to. So trying to scam a rabbi or or whatever you're trying to do, dude, and maybe you're doing it out of the goodness of your heart, but to to be truly converted to Judaism, you actually have to believe it and you don't believe it. And and so no, (laughs) um, but no, anyone who is a convert to Judaism, of course can go. go. You see, Israel also, the other, Israel is so lenient, they let non-Jews in that only one of their grandparents has to be a freaking Jew. And and those aren't Jews, and that's why there are a lot of Russians that that hate Jews. That one of their grandparents or great grandparents was Jewish, and they're in Israel. They're sort, they all sorts of Russian mafia people in Israel. They're not Jews at all, but they got in um, because of the the, the the law that says we, we give anybody a citizen that can show that one of their grand so one of their grandparents was Jewish. And I mean, we're we're, we're talking. I, yeah, there's they, some reaches that they got in there, but whatever, that's fine. There's all sorts of people in Israel. They're all they're illegal African. You know, if the illegal Africans snuck in there, maybe you could find a way to sneak in there. I I, I don't know. I, <laughs> but uh, don't don't try to be don't try to convert to Judaism just to, to move to Israel. If if you want out of stinking Russia, and I can understand why anybody would want out of a stinking country. Um, you know, try to get go to another another, another European country that has some way of doing it, but it's, it's, uh, now I will say this, and we're going to get into some other topics here that in America, there are plenty of like reformed reformed congregations that, you know, you're, you're a guy like me, you, you meet a hot, uh, g- uh Gentile woman. And that, this, this, I've done this many, so many times in my life. I didn't, I didn't impregnate any of them. Um, and, and, you know the Gentile woman wants to marry you, and the, and so and you want to show your parents that you married a Jew, so you get this reformed uh, <laughs> conversion just because she wants. That is not a real reason to convert to Judaism. No Orthodox rabbi will convert you to Judaism because you want to marry a Jewish guy. That's not a reason. You have to want to be a Jew, and um, so. But the Reform and the Conservative rabbis. Well, I'm not gonna talk about the Conservative. The Reform. The, there are all these movements. When you get one of those conversions, you're not a real Jew. You're not a real Jew. But um, uh, Israel probably will recognize that, though. You know, you're some guy. You married the hot Gentile. She she took some class at Baltimore Hebrew or Oheb Shalom or one of the uh, one of the Reform ones, and they, they say you're a Jew now. And your your secular parents are happy. Oh, you married the uh, the blonde haired Jew. Oh, it's so nice. And uh, then you want to move to Israel, and your kids your kids think they're Jews even though they're not. And um, but Israel probably let them in because some reform rabbi said they were a Jew or something like that. So there's all and I and I'm you know it's the people there are some Jewish people that are watching this right now, they're they're a little offended by this. They're like, Adam, you don't recognize the reform conversion? No, I don't. I don't recognize it. It's not, you know, that there's rules. Follow the freaking rules. You have to really, you know, I follow the rules, and um <laughs> there are plenty of beautiful. And I've talked about this before. There are plenty of beautiful Gentile women that I've had relations with and, and that uh, that they would have been happy to go through some song and dance like that. But that wasn't that wasn't for me. I I, I had to have you know it, real real Jewish, real Jewish. And some of you guys are going to say well, it's just religion anyway. It's all made up. Okay, that's your opinion. That's great. But <laughs> so the Orthodox Judaism is this one religion that you say is all made made up. That's the rules. You have to really want to be Jewish. And it's a hard – the conversion process is very difficult. It's very difficult. The the it, it's the Orthodox rabbi does not encourage you. We do not proselytize. No Jew, whether it be reformed or whatever. By the way, outside of the United States of America, there's no real – there's no such thing as reformed duty. There's no – we've done in, – in America, we've done all these weird secularizations of Judaism that just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in Uruguay. It doesn't exist in Israel really, okay? It, 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 the Reform Judaism. It's a way to have, uh, have a choir singing. It's so weird. Um, but but most Jews that you encounter who look like me, who are what most of you guys in America encounter, they, they love. That, that's what they do. They get into Reform Judaism. And then what do they end up? They end up celebrating Christmas. They end up with Christian children. I mean, this is a disgrace. Um, now, do you think it makes sense – To go, so yes, in my I I could have had one of these fake Jewish wives had had I, I, and I'm so glad, so glad that I did not. I I could not live with myself. I could not live with myself if I did that, um, because I'd be living a lie. Do you think it will make sense to go all in for people who don't understand the math and possible technical vulnerabilities of Bitcoin? Yes, it makes sense to that. Yes, if they don't understand all of it to get to go. If, if they know, if they simply get it, that it's gold 2.0, they don't need to know about Lightning Network. They don't need to know about the – well, they're not, all, all the, the, the mathematics behind the technicalities, okay? So they should go. They should make it their major – when you say go all in, I, I don't think there's a – if they were – if they're saving in fiat right now, okay, with what's everything that's going on, there's nothing wrong with going all in Bitcoin, changing all their savings to Bitcoin. OK, they could still have cash on hand for expenses. But if they had a savings account, changing that, going all in with their savings in the Bitcoin. Yes, they should do it. OK, there is no point to have a dollar savings account in it. it, it you don't need to understand all the technical you just need to understand the scarcity aspect and then to look outside your freaking window and watch the debates and hear all these people promoting UBI and seeing over the years that the United States, the base is 2% inflation. They're aiming at taking away 2% of your wealth every year. They're not lying about it. They're saying this is our goal. The federal reserve is saying, yes, we want to devalue your savings at 2% a year. That is our goal. So. I don't think it's wrong to to say, wait a second, I'm going all in in Bitcoin instead of doing that with my savings. I think it uh, makes makes great sense, and uh, I, I did that a while ago. In fact, I, <laughs> I found the receipt from when I converted my IRA, uh, when I got rid of my IRA. I'm gonna, I brought it with me. I'm gonna do it on a later another show, but it was in 2014, in April of 2014. I got rid of the IRA that I had and I turned it into cash. And obviously that cash eventually became Bitcoin. Okay. So people who are, you know, trying to buy Bitcoin in their IRA. What I did was so much better than that. Got rid of the IRA and it turned into Bitcoin. Okay. And that was in 2014. And you're going to say, well, that was who did that then? Okay. Well, I knew back then I saw what the IRA was paying me. I knew it was ridiculous be that I'm not even going to get the money until I'm 72 or something like that I did it at the shoppers at the mT bank at the shoppers near where my grandmother lived off of Smith avenue I can say where my grandmother lived now because she's you know you can't stalk her or anything like that but that's my grandmother lived very close to the shoppers on Smith Avenue uh, which is a religious area actually there, there's a there's like a there's a little synagogue across from there that i uh, I went to to uh, say Kaddish for my father or, actually a, a couple times. Now, uh, all right. Now, what do we have here? Uh, let's, uh, let's move on. We've talked about all sorts of issues. I didn't know we were going to talk about Judaism today or uh, the, the shop or the 401 or, or the shoppers warehouse, uh, this, the food store shoppers. Be careful in that parking lot. There are a lot of old ladies that drive around there. You don't know if you can get your, your car hit. My grandmother drove to that. That, that was where she would drive to when she was 97 years old. Still, to the, the shoppers there on Smith Avenue. So <laughs> she wasn't the only 97-year-old either, probably. Now, uh, okay. Let's see. Yeah, momentum for basic universal basic income builds as the pandemic drags on. So that is a they they've done surveys. Pew, pew, uh you can it's linked to below. Okay, now I, I'm sorry it took me 49 minutes to get to this awesome part of the show. Uh, There is a guy out there now named Michael P. Sanger. I might have mentioned him before. Follow him. He is linked to below. He is. He looks to what shot how China has presented the virus and how, yes, the the virus is real. It originated in China. All right. And even they may have been a little freaked out by it at first. But once they understood what it really was. They are. Smart. They are using it to their advantage to scare other countries, to show other countries that their way of doing things, their totalitarian, anti freedom way is the way. And are they using social media to spread the word, to s- spread fear, to use all these unwitting 80%er people who don't know what they're even retweeting? to follow what China wants, to follow the China line. So they're, they're of the mindset, never let a good crisis go to waste, okay? They're not, if you believe Michael Sanger and this article, this great article, I encourage all of you to read a tablet magazine, all right? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, by promoting fraudulent data, aggressively deploying disinformation and flexing its institutional clout, Beijing transformed the snake oil of lockdowns into science. Okay, crippling rival economies, expanding its influence, and sowing authoritarian values. Well, first of all, authoritarianism is not a value, but I know what you're talking about there, uh, Michael Sanger. Okay, so I this is this is the most important part of the show, and I, I'm sorry I came at this late part in the show because a lot of you aren't paying attention anymore. But if you get one thing out of the show. Is to click on the link below. Don't be an algorithm slave, and you know, go go to whatever video is suggested next by uh, YouTube, which is some woman wearing a bikini or something like that. Who knows what it is? You learn who this Michael Singer is. You read about what China has possibly done here. Okay, yeah. So never let an overblown crisis go to waste. And they are they're helping making it a uh, and. It, 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 it wants its enemies to shut down its enemies, okay? Its rivals. It wants the United States to shut down. It wants people to be less productive in other countries, okay? It, and this is a great tool for them. Uh, and be defiant, people. Be defiant. Don't You don't want to be a slave to anyone, okay? And people are becoming mind-slave. If this is true... They're, they're becoming mind slaves to a, a foreign uh, entity. That's pretty disgraceful, right there. Uh, I mean, being a mind slave to your own country is pretty bad, but it's a one like this. So, Xi Jinping has frequently stressed global cooperation to fight the virus. In turn, the world has started to look more like China, and we don't want the world looking more like China. Is a bad freaking thing. Okay, you can be a hater of the United States all you want to, but. It's worse in China. Okay. We we don't want totalitarian. We want freedom. You should want freedom. Localities introduced tip lines to report lockdown violations and countries unveiled new fleets of surveillance drones. Chinese company DJI donated drones to 22 U.S. States to help enforce social distancing rules. Okay. Nonetheless, China's fake numbers have been paramount in scientific disclosure. Discourse, excuse me. By demanding elite publications repeat the Orwellian lie that China controlled the virus, the CCP has normalized that lie for Western elites to repeat themselves, exploiting China's fastidiously managed reputation and the fact that most Westerners do not yet know It as an untrustworthy totalitarian state. So, yeah, everyone blindly repeats it. Yeah, China did a great job. China did a great job. They did do a great job. They locked a bunch of people in their their houses like prisons. We don't know people are still getting it. People are getting it. The virus is going to virus, dude, okay? We've had drastic lockdowns in so many places and people are still getting it. But they want people to say that. They, They want people to say China did a great job because other people were like well the entire china way is great. They stop the virus. So we should emulate them on everything. We should have tip lines. People have that that's the chinese way. Tell on your neighbor. That's the china, that's what people are doing. It's sickening. Let's have drones. That's what China did. So what's the, every dude we it's not good that people are falling for this stuff. So do they have fake meat Twitter accounts? That are pumping this stuff out still, read this article. It's a great article, very well researched. Uh, Link to below is a rally in England. Uh, the guy is a pretty good speaker, and he says, We are the 99.99%. And that just basically means the people who aren't really affected by this. And when you think of it that way, so many more people are not affected by this than that are affected. So why are we why are we doing what China tells us to do and locking down our whole economy uh, for for uh, such a small fraction? It's nonsense. It's it's not that dangerous, and uh, would, this, the sickness is not that dangerous for healthy people. It isn't dangerous for healthy people. It's been a complete overreaction, and so few people are manly enough to admit they were wrong. All right, Peter Schiff video that Andy Hoffman put out there. You can learn about Peter Schiff. You can learn from Peter Schiff about taxation, okay? And uh, again, he is totally wrong on Bitcoin, but he makes a great point that under Biden's plan, which it, it's going to, cor- Biden's corporate tax rate could be close to 75 percent. Okay, in the days of serfs, when when you when you kept 75 percent and gave away 25 percent, you were a serf. So now they want corporations. To give away 75% of their profits. 75% of their uh, revenue whatever it is, okay? And I know there's a difference between revenue and profits. Uh, 75% of their profits, I, I believe it is. And so the the other point the shift makes is like the people in the, the people who believe in this economic fascism, they're smart. You know, they're they're these, these sociopathic leaders. They, they want the money for, for big government. What's the better way of doing it? Saying, hey, we're socialist and having the, the government straight up control the means of production or to be fascist and have the government being silent partners with, and picking winners and losers in businesses, okay? Some businesses get taxed more That some businesses have governments that are more, uh, that, that are more, uh, Bigger silent partners in their businesses, but that's what this is. Is like when, when you agree to a seventy five percent corporate tax rate, the, the government is your silent partner that the that create that doesn't add a darn thing. You're still controlling the means of production, uh, but the government uh, has a huge base in, in your in, in your company. It's sickening. We we're been living. You know, some people call it the mixed economy. It's it's economic uh, fascism. It's been going on and. To take it to a 75% and people love the 75% corporate tax rate. Oh, those evil corporations, they deserve it. They deserve it. They have to support the poor people. No, they don't. They're stealing. It's horrible. It's fascism. All right. So yes, great job, Florida. I linked to it below, an article that you can read. Computing Forever. Uh, His channel... He made a very good point about the virus. Think about this. If the media wasn't covering the virus, would you really know it existed? I mean, you, remember, China was showing people dropping dead. That was fake. So in real life, and I've been outside in real life every single day, no, what would you notice? What Would you notice anything? If there weren't government shutdowns, would you know... Would, would, would no, you want to know a thing it would be like 1968 69 the flu in 1968 69 when people just dealt with it nobody saw anything different they had woodstock they had a uh, world series they had everything life went on you see, we, we you're scared because of everything that has been implemented around it your things look different when you watch sports empty state it looks because this is what people have chosen to do because they're scared if you didn't know there was a virus, no one would be scared because there's no there's no difference. Some people would die. There'd be more you would hear about older some older people um, that, that you didn't think they would die, but they did die. They had this new virus, okay. I mean you, you wouldn't notice the thing. So it's, it's it's a really simple point. But if the media was not covering this, would you know it existed? And no, you wouldn't know it existed. I link to the uh, I link to Atlas Shrugged audiobook that you can listen to too on YouTube. It is linked to below. That's a good YouTube uh, use of your time. Play it at 2x or 1.75x. Uh, and Flixbus. I've talked about Flixbus before. I'm gonna pick on them. They send me updates. They're sending me updates telling me like the pro election updates. There are other companies doing this too. All of a sudden, corporations—well, probably because they're all in bed with the governments—you know, they—they they were picked as winners. They're being bailed out by the governments, so now they're making—they're telling you to vote. Like this, this is like next, next to godliness. Hey, I'll compete, don't complain. I—I I think it's disgusting when government when the, the companies are saying, "Hey, go out there and vote, get involved. Why? It's none of their darn business. There are plenty of companies that aren't doing it, and I'll uh, I'll be down with those companies. Okay, so Flixbus, you can do what you're going to do. Uh, saying go, go out there and vote. Oh, voting, voting is being part of, a part of marketing campaigns for companies now. Come on, dudes, it doesn't matter that darn much. It's 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 a distraction to get pe- to make this their pastime. Voting and worshipping leaders and wasting time on watching debates. So, so Alex Berenstein. I will leave, I'll leave you with this. He's talking about the vaccine. Okay, we have some questions too. I'll check out what the questions are. He says, read this thread. Alex Berenson is great, by the way. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, read this thread. Do not take any vaccine approved under an emergency use guideline and get ready to fight any governmental main mandate or quasi mandate through schools or businesses to take a vaccine approved this way. Hear, hear, Alex. Hear, hear. Yes, all of us, That that's, it's, I don't think it's going to get to that, where, well, at least where my government, the United States government forces people to do it, because there will always be states. Uh, now, you know, we, we had a senile, I heard, we heard a senile guy last night talking about, uh, and I know the senile guy has talked about it before, uh, Biden, that is, has talked about having a national mask mandate uh, or a, na- a national shutdown again or something. I don't think that's going to work. Too. I, that, that's unconstitutional, but that's the road to a, a forced national vaccine, of course. So be ready to fight it in whatever nation that you're in. If you're ready to fight it, if you put it out there on social media, the less likely that will it will happen. I, I don't foresee that happening. OK, I don't, I don't foresee that happening, but it's good just to say it out loud. OK, speak your freaking minds. Be freaking unique beast. There's plenty of 80 percenters, by the way. Who are scared of vaccine, no doubt about it, um, as well they should be, to take something untested. You're injecting it into your freaking veins, okay? All right, that's it. We had a lot of people chatting today. Please retweet this, spread the word. Uh, I, I will definitely be on Andrew's show tomorrow. Who knows what else you're going to get? This Week in Bitcoin, we're working on that. Please watch This Week in Bitcoin. Uh, it was great. We had a new guest on. Uh, it's, and Roman Q says, which states do you think are more likely to go their own way? Red states under Biden or blue states under Trump? Well, <laughs> red states under uh, red states under Biden. Um, the blue states under Trump won't. It, it won't be that. It won't be as noticeable. It won't be as noticeable. This, some some aren't going to follow the federal government, but I think under Biden, you know, he he put. I don't think Trump will do anything so extreme that the blue states would need to rebel even. Like they're not doing, what are the blue states that are doing crazy right now? That That's that that much different than what the other states are doing. It's, it's not that much, di- I mean, California is pretty ludicrous. Or I mean, they're letting they're letting disturbances take place, okay? Um, but that can only go on for so long. Under, if Biden were to be in, in charge and he does a national shutdown, then you would see red states rebelling and that's pretty darn big that that that's bigger and uh and saying no we're not locking down and so I, I don't see blue states doing something that extreme they, they'll do something to, for you know to, to fight trump but it won't be to that level so um they'll, they'll all do their you know no matter who's president the, the the states with governors of different uh, political parties will try to get back at them, but it, it will. I, I think the the red under Biden it's much more likely that it'll be a bigger type. It'll he'll have something more drastic, so the fight back will have to be bigger also. All right, that is it. I am uh, so yeah. Q says federal law and nullification, and that's something we haven't gotten to yet. Okay, so that's more likely to happen under Biden, okay? But it might might, might not. All right, Uh, you should have, Max X says you should have Chris Black back on. He's making videos again. Dude, Chris is not great at returning. Sometimes he's really good. I want him back on. I want him back on. He's not the best at times at replying to DMs. Sometimes he's awesome. Sometimes he's not awesome. So I have tried to get him back on, um, but he's just he was traveling at one point, but then he doesn't reply at one point. So yes, Max, I agree. It would be great to have Chris Black back on. I want him back on. All right. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. Thanks a lot, guys. See you later. Uh, Thank you.